0: What if there was one muscle in your body that single-handedly guaranteed every ounce of your success and failure? And what if I told you that you could train it in under a minute a day to bring you more of what you want, whether you realize it or not? Yep. That's what I talk about in today's episode. And that's where I pulled the lid off of the last year as to why everything has been astronomically easy and successful in my life. Here's the secret. Here's the practice. Here's exactly what I do. So strap in, get a pen and paper ready, and I would highly recommend listening to this one, maybe twice, but most importantly, put it into practice because it works. So without further ado, let's get into the episode.
1: Are you ready to ethically scale your business? Good, because this is the Mind of George podcast where relationships beat algorithms and depth is the only direction when it comes to ethically scaling your business. Each Monday and Friday, I'll be the guy between your ears in the hoodie and pink shoes guiding you home, giving you the tools to extract, honor, and amplify your genius, so you can be the light for your customers. Sound fabulous? Cool.
0: Let's get into the episode. If you're watching this, the studio might look a little different because I'm not in the studio. I'm actually sitting in my home office looking at the beautiful mountains. I'm going to snowboard in a couple of days with eight horses frolicking around and playing in the cold Montana snow. But I wanted to get this podcast out because this is a very important topic. And this is probably the topic that I've focused on for myself personally for at least the last year with absolute vigor and passion and resiliency in keeping it true. And so I titled today's podcast or What I'm calling it is that our thoughts dictate our view. And I've realized in this game of entrepreneurship that ultimately shrunk down to its simplest version, it's a game. And no matter how many times you play it, no matter how many times you learn the rules, no matter how many times you get comfortable, the moment you do, the field changes, the game changes, the market changes, the business changes. And the people that are successful are not the ones that master the rules or know the right move to make or call the right play all the time. The masters are the ones that when hit with a situation, take the time to come to a neutral state, recognize the new view of the field and then take intentional action. And so today I'm going to do a very short podcast talking about the power of a practice your confirmation bias, your reticular activating system, and a way that you can start to change and focus the things that you see. Because based on life and based on experience, we develop stories, right? We have things in business. We'll go to market a product and it will work. And we celebrate the crap out of that. And then the next time we go to market that product, We do it the exact same way because we have a bias or a confirmation bias that the previous evidence that we have collected worked. And with that, it clouds our view, it clouds our vision, and it eliminates our clarity in seeing what might have changed because of our bias. Now, it happens a lot more on the negative side than the positive side. Take the same lesson. You take a Instagram video or a YouTube video or a podcast and you post it. You get feedback when you post that. Did it work? Did it not work? Who commented? Who didn't comment? And then the next time we go, we end up having this bias or this paradigm about how it went and it changes our natural behavior. It turns our authenticity off and we're changing how we produce or what we create because we are now attached to the outcome based on previous experiences that aren't allowing us to see the field in front of us. This is completely normal. It is human biology. And the way that our bodies work, the way that our brains work, is you have what's called a reticular activating system. And a reticular activating system is basically a filter in your brain to where in a one-minute conversation, we might pick up 5,000 signals for our brain, but the conscious mind can only focus on 100 of them. And the hundred that we remember are the ones that our brain has calculated are the most important to us based on previous experience, based on human biology, adrenaline, right? Things that trigger it. Like we'll be in a crowded room, but we'll always hear our name when somebody calls it. If you're a parent, you understand this. You'll be at a kid's birthday party with 30 kids running around and be in the middle of a deep conversation with another parent. And then you hear the tone or the voice of your child crying. And no matter how crowded or how loud the room, we hear it instantly. And we have to understand that these mechanisms exist in our bodies because when they're left to default, they don't create positive results because they end up running us. But when they are brought into our awareness and we start to focus on them and utilize them, they become a superpower because they put you in the position of power and in the driver's seat all the time. And so the reason I titled today's show is that your thoughts dictate your view is because in the last year, I will say, based on the massive amount of success that I've had, trumping all previous years and the amount of ease in which I've created that success can really boil down to my thoughts and the way that I choose to see the world. Now, am I immune? No. Do I get triggered? Yes. Have I been triggered all day today? Yes. Because we are in the middle of a storm personally with some very deep family stuff. But the game now is that I recognize that I got triggered. And instead of making decisions or reacting, I was able to go into my practice. I was able to go to my stillness, to go to my breath, to go for a quick run, to clear my brain, to make sure that I had an accurate view of the field before I took an action. And I've been practicing this for the last year with massive, massive amounts of success. And so the way that we have to understand this game is that there is no playbook that guarantees success. There is an option for us to stop what we're doing in any given moment and assess the entire situation. Not just the convenient parts, not just the easy parts, or sometimes not just the hard parts, but all parts. And then once we've consumed that information, once we've taken account, for a lack of better terms, the field in front of us, then we have all the information required to arm us to make an informed, intentional decision to give us the best chance of success without getting codependent or wrapped up into the results of those decisions. And so I found this incredible article today about the reticular activating system that has this incredible practice associated with it. And the reason I'm saying this is because at any given moment, when an entrepreneur is not being a lighthouse, right? And my acronym or my analogy or my metaphor or my story for a lighthouse is that you are standing strong, consistent and congruent in the middle of a storm, but unwavering. No matter how much water or storms or boats or anything is happening, you keep your light on and you remain constant. That puts you in a position of power. You can see the entire field in front of you and then you can make intentional decisions on how to respond. And entrepreneurs are no different. But what I have noticed through all of my friends, my mentors, my coaches, my friends who are all very successful, myself included, some seven, eight, nine, and even billionaires in that circle, is that they all have this innate ability to remain calm and grounded in the middle of the craziest storms that you've ever imagined. And they have the the bad thoughts too. They're having the rumination. They're having the worst case scenario. The difference is, is that they're not acting on it they're allowing their body or their brains to naturally process whatever that trigger is, whatever that trauma is, whatever that story is and allowing it to dissipate and clear before they take an action which puts them in a position of power. And that's the point of practices. That's the point of having what I call the SOS. That's the point of having a breathwork practice, a stillness practice, a walking practice, a meditation practice. It's not because it gives you this necessarily superpower, what it does is it makes you the superhero. It allows you to find your home and your grounding and your center in the middle of any storm. Because no matter which way you slice it, the moment you have a breath in your body, and as long as you still do, you have the ability to choose. And winning this game of entrepreneurship is not about making the right choices all the time. It's about continuing to assess our situation and make the best choice in that moment, learn from that choice, and then make another one. But they all share one thing in common. The best choices, the ones that lead to the most success, or the fastest path to success, are the ones that are made from a grounded, centered, and place of home. And so this is my permission slip, my invitation, my by force, I will come fly to you and kick you in the shins if you don't understand this, That your thoughts 100% dictate your view and how you see the world, how you see your business, how you see your employees, and how you see your results. And at any moment that we're not happy with the results that we have, we don't need to change our actions. We need to change our thinking and then our actions will follow. And so let me read you this because this was extremely, extremely powerful. This was written by a gentleman named Tobias Van Schneider, and it's titled, If You Want It, You Might Get It. The reticular activating a system explained. And I'm going to skip through most of the intro and I'm going to read you this this current part. Our brains are incredibly complex. We can sift through billions of bits of data at any given time and somehow, so we don't short circuit, we have to organize that information. The reticular activating system helps with that. The reticular activating system is a bundle of nerves at our brainstem that filters out unnecessary information so the important stuff gets through. The reticular activating system is the reason you learn a new word and then start hearing it everywhere. You buy a new car and you notice it everywhere. It's why you can tune out a crowd full of talking people, yet immediately snap to attention when someone says your name or something that sounds like it. Your reticular activating system takes what you focus on and creates a filter for it. It then sifts through the data and presents only the pieces that are important to you. All of this happens without you noticing, of course. The reticular activating system programs itself to work in your favor without you of doing anything. Pretty awesome, right? In the same way that the RAS seeks information that validates your beliefs, it filters the world through the parameters that you give it, and your beliefs shape those parameters. If you think you are bad at giving speeches, you probably will be. If you believe you work efficiently, you most likely do. The reticular activating system helps you see what you want to see and in doing so influences your actions. Now, some people suggest that you can train your reticular activating systems by taking your subconscious thoughts and marrying them with conscious thoughts. They call that setting your intent. I believe in that. I do that all the time. And this basically means if you focus hard on your goals, your reticular activating system will reveal the people, information, and opportunities that help you achieve them. So if you care about positivity, for example, you'll become more aware of and seek positivity. If you really want a pet turtle and set your intent on getting one, you'll tune into the right information that helps you do that. And so when you look at it this way, the law of attraction doesn't seem so mystical. You focus on the bad things and you will invite negativity into your life. You focus on the good things and they will come to you because your brain is seeking them out. It's not magic, it's your reticular activating system influencing the world you see around you. And there's tons of articles and YouTube videos that recommend ways to train your reticular activating system, but this is the most practical and simple way to train your reticular activating system. And I'm gonna add some stuff on top of this. So he breaks this down in three steps. Step number one is first, think of the goal or situation that you want to influence. Step number two, Now think about the experience or result you want to reach in regards to that goal or situation. And then step number three, create a mental movie of how you picture that goal or situation ideally turning out in the future. Notice the sounds, the conversations, the visuals, and the details of that mental movie and replay it often in your head. Now, of course, in reality, these things aren't easy as they sound. They are simple, but not easy. But I do believe that our reticular activating system can be trained. It's about visualizing what we want and then letting our subconscious and conscious work together to make it happen. The idea is simple. If I can hear my own name in a crowd of thousands, can I also tune my brain to focus and attract the things that matter to me? I'm fairly certain I can, and so is the author of this article. And so what I want you to understand is that training and tuning into your reticular activation system starts with intention. And you can't be intention and present when you're reactive and in the weeds or in the resistance that's created by the world around you. And so what I highly recommend we do, you do, I do this all the time, is that you use your SOS when you find yourself on tilt, when you find yourself with a bias, when you find yourself recreating the same unideal results over and over again, you have to accept that action is not the best case in that scenario. Presence is. And so you need to come home to a practice and it needs to be a muscle that you use because like every muscle in your body, if you don't use it it atrophies and if you don't actively and proactively use the muscles to bring in what you want in the world, the world will give you more evidence than you could even count a stick at. You can count all 10 hands, all 10 toes, all of them, and you still won't be able to count enough of the amount of negative frames that are going to get hit with you every day. And if you don't pull your ripcord or come home to your center, that is the information that's going to program your brain and program your lens for what you see. And so the first thing is that you jump in the driver's seat of your body and your brain with some semblance of a practice. It could be a morning routine. It could be a gratitude practice. It could be a breath practice. It could be a stillness practice. It could be a a static dance practice. It could be anything that when you fill off tilt brings you back home to your center, to your power, to your grounding. Once you are back home in that place, you do an assessment of the view and then you follow the three steps that I gave you. Step number one, think of a goal or situation you want to influence. Step number two, now think about that experience or result you want to reach in regards to that goal or situation. And then step number three, create a mental movie of how you picture that goal or situation ideally turning out in the future. Notice everything and replay it over and over. And from that place, Ask yourself, what intentional action can I take today that's going to bring me one step closer to that goal? And the truth about this practice, the truth about this part of our bodies and our biology is that the more you use it, the better it gets. And so for me and my clients, I make them celebrate their wins. My team, I make them celebrate my wins. Myself, I make myself celebrate my wins. And I celebrate at least three of them every day. And the reason I do that is because those three celebrations tune my reticular activating system into finding the positive, finding the progress, and protecting my momentum so that the next day when something happens or I'm hit with evidence or I'm ruminating in my brain and I'm thinking about how much of a failure I am and how I could have done it differently and blah, 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 I also have a different confirmation bias going on that allows me to see that. And then find the positive in that moment to take intentional and swift action to create a different result. And so I want you to understand that your brain is one of the most important muscles in your body. And if you go to the gym every day, if you drink water every day, if you feed yourself healthy food every day, you must flex your brain muscle every single day. And the faster you realize that the more you tune the frequency of your brain into what you want all your results will follow, the less likely you are to keep trying to change your actions and beat a dead horse and keep having the same results over and over and over again, no matter how many times you try something different. Because your actions will always follow your thoughts. And so the deepest way to shift this is to get straight to the root and start practicing it. And remember this one thing, no muscle gets stronger with one workout. You can't not go to the gym for three years, go for one day and expect to have your beach ready body or your PR on your left or look a certain way. It requires daily consistency, understanding that that's how the game is won and your brain is no different. But if you don't treat it like a muscle, it will atrophy and it will end up killing you and your results in the process. So understand the importance of it and start flexing it. So that's what I got today. So, in my opinion, your thoughts will dictate your view and whatever you see, you will see more of. So start changing your frame to see the things that you like, the things that you love and bringing more of those into your present. And that's what I got today before I pack up and get on an airplane for the next four months, what it feels like. But I wanted to share that because somebody asked me the other day and they've noticed that no matter how crazy things are, no matter how stressful they are, no matter what big roadblocks come in business or even all the capacity that's being taken from me right now with my schedule, that I'm happy, that I'm grounded, and that everything feels easy. And I will tell you, it's really simple. Every day, I grab the radio dial of my brain and I intentionally tune it into what I want to see. And then I see more of it. I get more wins, more joy, and more celebrations. And just for the record, it doesn't do the work for me. I still have to do the work. I still have to make the content and do the calls and do all the stuff that I do. But it's a lot easier and it's a lot more fun when I go from I have to to I get to. And I get to do everything in this life because I have a choice. And so I get to play. I get to find the positive. I get to celebrate the wins. I get to learn the lessons from the mistakes. I get to find all of the gold wrapped inside of all of the struggle to use it to my advantage, to add it to my toolbox and to keep moving forward. And my invitation for you is to do the same. So that's what I got for you today. And so if you just happen to stumble across my podcast, you've never heard me before. You've never found me before. Welcome to the show. I'd highly recommend you listen to a lot more episodes because it is loaded with gold, liquid gold, I would call it. It's loaded with liquid gold. If you're here, shoot me a DM what you thought of this episode, what you're focusing on, what you're tuning into. And any other requests, any questions, any thoughts, any ideas, any episode ideas, you shoot me a DM on Instagram. My Instagram is George Bryant, and I will get to recording because I understand one thing. Relationships will always beat algorithms, and especially the one with yourself. So the more I can help you, the more you can help me, the more we can change the world, and the more we get to just live in this relationship commune that I end up building in Montana one day, and you're invited to be a part of it. But that's what I got for today. Time to get the kids dinner time to get packing. I love you all. I appreciate you immensely. And most importantly, remember, I'll either see you in the next episode or you will hear me in your earballs But either way, we're out. Thank you
1: for listening to another episode of The Mind of George Show. Please make sure you subscribe on your favorite channel that you listen to, whether it's in the car, on your run, or in front of the television.